This is The Midnight Club, a podcast for Athenas and Clydesdales and the rest of us that, when we come in last, it's still coming in first. Coming to you live from the Haywire Brewery in Snohomish, Washington State. I'm Clinton Timmerman. And I'm Kelly Tipple. Kelly, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I've been wanting to come here for over a year now. Yeah? Every time that we have the chance to, they've been either closed or we can't get our shit together. So, it's nice to finally come in. It's true. We've got true. some decent brews. Amazing atmosphere. It's in a barn. It is in a barn. I like me a good barn. We are kind of in the agricultural rural area of suburban Seattle. That's right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Pretty much. Yes. Yeah, it's good stuff. So if anyone is in the area or gets a chance, definitely step or stop by. Um, they even have a food truck outside. So it was pretty, pretty neat. I had a chicken and pineapple barbecue sandwich. Very, very delicious. What did you have? <laughs> you had I had some really good slaw and some mac and cheese that's biting back, so Uh oh. I'll try to keep it together. Please do. <laughs> so Yes. Doctor Timmerman. Yes. Oh, uh, we just got back from a trip. Where did we go? We went to the great state of Colorado, the Centennial State. What did we do there? Not what we signed up for, but in all <laughs> fairness, what we signed up for also wasn't exactly happening. No, I, um, when I first moved to Colorado in 2012, I had known there was a trail that went from Crested Butte, which is a mountain town essentially in the middle of the state, up to Aspen, which most people have heard of Aspen. If you haven't, go watch Dumb and Dumber. Or asking if you're rich friends what Aspen is, <laughs> and they will tell you. But there actually is a, a, a trail that goes there. It's about 10 and a half miles to go from Crested Butte to Aspen. But if we were to drive a car, especially if it was wintertime, it's about a five-hour drive to go down and around the mountain range. So I always thought that would be kind of a fun, fun activity to do. And there is a race called the Grand Traverse. What they do is actually in, in March of any given year you put on snowshoes and it's a two-day event when you go about well 41 miles or so from Crested Butte to Aspen and then Labor Day weekend what they have you do is on a that Saturday Labor Day weekend you go from Crested Butte to Aspen again about 41 miles and it's supposed to be about 7,000 feet vertical gain and then you come back the next day. This is if you sign up for all three events on a mountain bike. So you mountain bike back from Aspen to Crested Butte. Um, obviously, things changed a little bit this year. What did you originally the, sign up for? What, what was the weekend supposed to look like? Well, when I discovered this race in the first place, March had already passed, but it had already been shut down. And I knew there was this run. So I was really excited for the run. In fact, I, I did know the run before. I was in Colorado in the springtime, and I wanted to try to run it on my own, but the whole thing had just been snowed in. So um, I signed the two of us up for the run, 
And then there was another friend of mine in Colorado that... These are the thoughtful gifts I get from my significant other. <laughs> this this is true. Hey, <laughs> hey, but at least you're into this stuff. So, yeah, at least, so you're telling me. Oh, just you wait. wait. Wait till you see what Kelly got me signed up for in about a month from now. Consensually, but still. <laughs> she's the one that... You weren't ass raped? Clu- clued me <laughs> in. Well, not this time. But... Um, I digress. <laughs> the, the, oh, um... So anyway, a friend of mine in Colorado, he was, said he was interested, wanted to run it. And then he messages me and he tells me, hey, I'm more interested in the mountain bike. I want to do the mountain bike. So I had told him, okay, cool. You want to do the mountain bike? I'll do the mountain bike with you. So what was supposed to be a 41-mile run, I then had signed up for the a 41-mile bike ride the next day. Definitely not in, in, in uh, enough shape to do these things. Uh, you know, when I signed up, but even now, um, well, everything kind of snuck up on us. Um, very long story short, we kind of had a planes, trains, and automobile moment trying to get there. We didn't get in until almost one in the morning. We had to be at the start line by five. Correct. And I set my alarm for 420. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I could not, I, I made... Several months ago, I didn't wait till the last minute, but I had been trying to track down renting a mountain bike because the one I have at home just is not worth taking to Colorado, not worth even riding around Washington State. And um, finally found a place, but the only problem is is they were only open from 8 to 6 in any given day. And I thought, although I think Saturday they were open till 8 p.m., but I was going to start running at 5.0... No, 6.09 was the start time, but I was going to... There's no way I was getting back to run a bike to ride that the next day. So I had a problem trying to procure the bike. Um, they definitely don't have services like with the uh, Ironman, where there's different companies that will show up to where your event is and rent you a bike. They'll fit you for a bike and everything. Or if there is, I could not find one. And I We think need to make one. We do need to make one. Or anybody listening... You need no, a good we idea. don't okay, take our never idea. Mind. We need Anybody to make listening, one. rent from us next time you try to go <laughs> do the Grand Traverse or any other such. There are many, events. many, um, many services that we hopefully by next summer will be offering in Crested Butte. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. So had a problem with the bike, and I thought, who am I kidding? I am not going to. I'm just not going to be in a position to turn around and ride a bike back that the next day. One, I'm accustomed to sea level. Just that vertical gain, just everything about it. I knew it was going to be a challenge, but I was doing it to be with my friend, which, even when I texted him, hey, Mark, are you going to be there? Well, it kind of depends. Yeah, he does have a new baby. Brand new baby. Depends if, you know, the the wife's mom's going to be in town. But then when the the runner's list came out, and we were already, the registration was already closed, his name wasn't even on it. So so then this thing I signed up for to be with the buddy, he wasn't going to even be there Um, that Friday night. Got there at, um, like you said, 1 o'clock, but I wasn't able to fall asleep to around 4. Alarm goes off at 4.20, but as I was drifting off to sleep that night, I was, they, so what had happened with this race is everybody thought it was going to get canceled, and then it had come out that the county that Aspen is in decided you cannot do organized races, but the county that Crested Butte is in can so rather than making a point-to-point, it ended up being an out-and-back, which is fine. That's great. Every party has a pooper in Aspen. That is you. That was Aspen, which one thing it's 
flash flash forward a little what I ended up doing that weekend. Anybody could still go do these trails. It's not like they close the trail. That's the thing that just boggles the mind. So there were still hundreds of people out on these trails. You just couldn't be this organized event. And so um, what the Grand Traverse did is they amended things. Um, they made a, a loop, which looked still great. And I, I think it's great that they made the effort to try to um, still put the event on. Because I, I think we're to the point a lot of people are afraid of just, I don't know, being the first. They're afraid of blowback, liability, whatever it is. They were pressing forward, which I thought was great. But as as I was trying to fall asleep by 4 a.m., that I saw that I had 5.25 hours to go 17.5 miles, and I had to leave at elevation 9,000 feet to almost 13,000 feet. And just being realistic, there is no way I was going to make that. Can we just, there is just pause for a moment and state a clear fact? That when you live at altitude, it's like a fucking performance-enhancing drug. I don't think you should be allowed to compete with us C-level people. It is insane. It's an ass-kicker, and it's completely unfair. Like, there is no way to even... Well, uh, you, you should write to the Olympic Committee, then, because all, most of our athletes live in Colorado Springs. They live in altitude. That's why people live in Aspen. No, I know. I mean, you're completely it's right. It's not fair. Well, as someone who's <laughs> lived at altitude... I lived in Utah for a while, lived in Colorado. Anytime I'd go back to sea level, it was awesome. I felt like I could well, go even forever. here, I went for that run, and yeah, I was slow, and my legs were just kind of heavy. And you know, our state's on fire, so... Yeah, she's going to run today. The air is full of smoke, but it was still... I felt like it was way easier than it was anything we did in Colorado. <laughs> yeah. Hell, even the first time I moved to Colorado, driving over Independence Pass, uh, I got a little dizzy. And that's when I, that's when I wondered if that's what John Denver was talking about when he said Rocky, Rocky Mountain, Mountain High. High. Um, and even going back there, it, hell, sometimes even transferring when I um, would, before I was living in Colorado, go to the airport and have to run from one gate to the next. I am winded, dizzy, you name it. It's, it's nuts. And um, so I, we definitely were feeling the effects again. And I just knew that was not going to happen. As far as me making, and that was the first cutoff point. So if you get cut off, you're you have to hike back down. I guess they have an eight mile long walk, walk of shame going on back single track on the single track going back down to catch a bus. So I asked myself, what would it? Looking back, would I rather do? Would I rather look back and have tried and then not made that cutoff for the Grand Traverse? Or still done the, the trail that I wanted to do to go from Crested Butte to Aspen. If that wasn't there, of course, yeah, I'm going to do it. I, I hate quitting things. There's even events and team sports that I, I have not done because I didn't want to sign up, find out I didn't like it, and quit. So that's definitely not what I like doing at all. But because there was this trail, which was my, the whole driving force of me wanting to do Grand Traverse in the first place to go Crested Butte to Aspen, um... I had thought, hey, I think looking back, if, if I know that's going to be the case, I'm not making this cutoff time, I think I would rather go ahead and just do this on my own. And so, and at that point, it was, well, it was, I was just going to have to get up and go. I had about 20 minutes of sleep. And so, ran that by Kelly. That's that's what we, well, we decided not to participate that day. But what we did do that Saturday is one of the practice runs they have for Grand Traverse is called the Grin and Barrett Challenge. Mm -hmm. In July, I did the 25K version. The classic, the original, is the 15K version where you go from Crested Butte to this lake called Green Lake. 
and come back. So he did that on Saturday. Um, had a good time doing that. But again, elevation was still kind of kicking our ass. And then... Um, that was beautiful. That was a, if you're ever in Crested Butte, that's a beautiful hike. Oh, it really is. And then it was the next day that we were then going to go from Crested Butte to Aspen. One thing we still ran into, a lot of entrepreneurial ideas that we came across on this trip. One, Uber exists, but there were zero cars available. Does it exist? Because I checked several times. Well, you can get on your... You can get on your app. You can get on your app, and when you Google it, it says... At, you know, or, uh, Uber exist in Crested Butte. Right. Zero cars available, and it's a holiday weekend. So if anybody's in Crested Butte or looking for a place to work, Uber. So there are <laughs> shuttles, but they won't take you to where the actual hike begins, which is well, a sketch-ass road. <laughs> well, no, and here's one thing. When she says shuttles, it's, it's a chartered service. So we did find a company that that you so if you go to the trailhead it's about 12 miles from crested butte proper so you go to this trailhead you can get to if anybody's ever done the maroon bells there's the shuttle that takes you to the maroon bells they will pick you up um actually it seemed a little hazy i wasn't sure they either pick you up at the trailhead or where those shuttle buses go at five o'clock either way the maroon bells trailhead is where they will pick you up and what happens though it's supposed to be 75 dollars but they have to have at least enough capacity i guess differently put differently they have to make 400 dollars in the shuttle mm -hmm. so if it's just one person signs up you're paying 400 dollars. you're not paying 75 dollars. so you need enough people to make up for uh for the 400 dollars at least because i think didn't you say it seats up to eight mm -hmm. but the problem with this company is so we had a rented SUV. You drive to the trailhead. They will pick you up in Aspen. You'll take the shuttle back, but they drop you off in downtown Crested Butte, not to where your actual car is parked. And we could not find any service. We did find. Well, we did anything else that would take us there, except we did find this company that said for $600. After shaming us for not... Well, the, the, due the, the guy assumed he's like you haven't been looking into this have you i'm thinking this is all i've been honestly this is all i've been doing for years that was another reason why i thought grand traverse is what i need to do because fine i'll run this i'll stay in aspen i'll ride a bike the next day because it seems like the most pain in the ass trail to try to get from to and from and then get back so what he said is hey it's 500 dollars plus 20 percent gratuity so yeah, well, so six hundred dollars, six hundred bucks on this weekend. That, again, we had already cost because us. we had the planes, <laughs> trains, and automobiles moment. We were lucky to to get the rental car and whatnot. Um, six hundred dollars to take this trail. So we just, uh, well, Kelly was kind enough. What she did is she dropped me off at the trailhead. I did my my power hike slash jog down, and then she drove through around through Independence Pass, and then we met up in Aspen. Um, so it worked out. In that regard, and I was happy that I still had a chance to go from A to B. Now, in the Grand Traverse course, they do go to Aspen via a different, a, a different trail. This is this is the West Maroon Peak Trail that I took. Um, but obviously, they were going to be busy with their their at least the first part. They're out and back. Um, I still would love to do the the Grand Traverse. I did think about just hey, maybe I'll try this next year. Um, still would like to try the event. Um, yeah, you're going to go next year, and I'm going to Uber people. Yeah, well, our, so our entrepreneur, 
entrepreneurial idea, bring mountain bikes for the event, Uber while we're there. Food truck. Sure, food truck. And then because it, it takes two hours to get breakfast in Crested Butte in the morning. Well, that's another story, too. <laughs> but And then the other thing, be able to pick people up who are hiking and take them back to where they, they dropped off their car, where they started. We did meet a person in town who had said, hey, if you just offer them $20, they'll take you to the trailhead. Well, we tried to arrange that ahead of time, and they said, hell no. Mm-hmm. And then he also said you can hitchhike, which, again... I don't know if that's the reliable, especially at night, the reliable thing to do. Um, but yes, Crested Butte, it's very, it's interesting. It's only 30 minutes north of a town called Gunnison. Gunnison, a little more country. And then Crested Butte is a little bit more, how would you describe it? Boulder, Portland, just a little. Boulder, Portland. Um, it, it is like. Maybe more laid back it's, then. It's the. Um, yeah, I don't even. I well, don't a lot even of hippies, but very laid back. I, I didn't necessarily feel it's like a bunch it was of rich white hippies. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but Kelly left to go get breakfast that Saturday, and uh, what'd you say? Two hours? Two hours went by. Yeah. And then that's when you. Uh, oh, it, it, oh, I was joking that it was like a marriage between Boulder and Portland, that's on Hawaii time. <laughs> okay, that's a good description. <laughs> but everybody was, for the most part, friendly and. You know, it was a damn good bagel. And Lynn's got the cove. I do. (laughs) He actually doesn't. Um, But, yeah, the person, did she have a tattoo of her dog? Of her dog dog? while she was holding her dog. It was a chihuahua. It was a chihuahua. And then did she say something to you? She wants to dropkick chihuahuas. I don't. I love all Started with those Taco Bell commercials. (laughs) Drop the chalupa. They just tend to be yappier than the... The average dog, but we also have a very happy dog at home that's large and in charge. So I guess true. Can't shouldn't stereotype. You shouldn't. So anywho, but she had the tattoo, and she she said or did something else though, didn't she? Mm-hmm. That was very wasn't condescending. It was just funny. No, I don't remember. But I just remember the guy that worked at the bagel shop was the happiest fucker I've ever met in my entire life. Wow. Like, yeah, he was real excited to work there. Well, that's good. <laughs> See, and, and so. And, and to put things in perspective too, like I've liked Crested Butte. It's it's remote, but because it's remote, it's not as overrun. Kelly, you said he would even be interested in buying a. It's beautiful. I would love to have a home there. Airbnb it out when we're not there. Work events when we are there. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. You could even ski. Kids could ski. See, oh, that's another thing. I you, can I, hustle. I bet even if you got those Tyson's frozen sandwiches breakfast sandwiches you can get at costco i bet if you just brought a walking you know they got those coolers but it's for warm food and you just showed up to line like hey it's a it's a <laughs> hour and a half wait for the happiest guy on earth snack? or you get your turkey you sausage sandwich now i mean that's a and give it to him now two hours I although mean, i wonder if that guy would still remain the happiest person on earth if his sales were getting cut i don't know man he was i want whatever he was on so mm. it ended up being a fruitful trip <laughs> well, tru- fruitful, but I still, it's easy uh, when I've gone through the, and I, I ask myself this too, like, okay, you're going to see on Instagram, people have finished, you know, mm-hmm. their thoughts. Huh. We still went and got our packet pickup. Uh, we what, did. What time? 5 p.m. on Saturday. Yeah, because we were coming down from our, our run, and I actually, you know what, those, the volunteers were so kind, and they did not even, like, give us any shit. No, we were just no, like, not at Wait. all. Wait. We're, yeah. you know, going by it as we ended our 
are um well and they they were cool and then at the same time when we said hey we, we did the the grin and barrett challenge mm-hmm. on our own and they're like hey you're still making the most of it they everyone was t-shirts cool. i have anecdotally found so far even though i i'm more motivated and identify myself probably as a triathlete you know mm-hmm. i'm signed up for triathlons but i do find the running community a bunch of douche canoes not all of them <laughs> But I do find the running community seems to be um, now. Now, granted, this was a multi-sport event, but still, I feel like just when I'm at running events, you know, ultras, like they seem to be very, just very friendly, very supportive. Um, like, I like guess not as judgmental or whatnot. So yeah, no, but no. They, they were totally cool. Really cool people. So all in all, I mean, and I made you promise that morning when you're like, okay, this is what I'm thinking how do you feel about it? And I'm like, I'm totally cool with it, but as long as you let it go, like as long as you're going to be okay with it when we are done with this trip. And so I don't want you going but back the, on your word. Cause you promised me. No, 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 no. And I still stand by that. So mm-hmm. the question was, would I rather have looked back and thought, Hey, I'm glad I went on the trail. I wanted to go from Crested Butte to Aspen. Or am I glad that I went on the, Modified grant, grant traversed. I mean, money on ninety nine percent chance. I was going to not make that cutoff. Mm-hmm. What would what I feel better about? Both looking? of us would not have made that cutoff. Right, and so looking back, would I be like, well, shit, I should have just done the trail I wanted to into Aspen. So that's that's what I asked myself, and I'm 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 fine with that, yeah. and I'm motivated to hopefully get to the point where I can actually compete, and they're, they're going to revert back to the. Hopefully the regular trail right. next year or in the future years, and I can. And that's can an do it excellent then. segue into what we need to be uh-huh. capable of doing in 28 days. What's that? We got pulled off a wait list that we weren't. Thi- well, actually, you had full faith that we were going to be pulled off this wait list. That we started, we were what 40 and 41 on the wait list. Yes. In the time of COVID, I thought either this event's getting canceled or there's no. I mean, 40, 41. You're not getting into the run, right? What is this run? This run is the 5K Turkey Trot that they're having in... No, um, this is the Moab 240. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, And what does that mean? It it means you go uh, 240 meters. Meters or kilometers? Miles. Oh, shit. Miles. Yeah. Um, Over how many days? One. That would, no, that would be amazing. That would be amazing. If <laughs> one month, maybe that would be even better if I could That's do it. Four days and seventeen hours. Clock is always going. Yes, on. And I we just both got the, in. We did. We and did. they and they took our money, which it's it's not a cheap event. Not in it's the slightest. It's more expensive than Iron Man. Maybe not after gear and stuff. I but. will say that. Uh, and I don't know if you panicked a little bit. So we got off the. You, you get this notice. You give me your credit card. When you register, you're on the wait list. And then they do say, hey, you've come off the wait list, but you still have to confirm. And so you told me that you just sent me a screenshot. Looks like we made this. And then you sent me another text. Okay, I did it. (laughs) And then I joked. I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to crew you. I'm not going to do this. And you're like, wait, what? I'm like, okay, I don't want to be the jerk that really does it. No, I I honestly barfed in my mouth a little bit. I'm like, oh, shit. But then when I hit okay, like, yeah, they charge you your card right then and there. Mm -hmm. But the problem i'm faced with right now is i actually my longest run was going to be the grand traverse i've done one ultra last february uh that was 31 miles and what sucks 
we've been both doing our what we can personally to train, but tire race season just got completely wiped out. I mean, I had full Ironman lined up, half no Ironman. Excuses. I'm. No, I, I get it. I'm just saying. The race excuse is or care. not, there's a reason why I'm not where I want to be, but it's coming up, and so. So we have 28 days to train for 240 miles, which you can't train for 240 miles. Like there's no training program, even you know a year out. Like generally, Ironman they want you to take a full year to train. There's nothing to prepare you for something I like this. I really went balls of the walls for my yeah, first Ironman. <laughs> Um, but the the thing is, the thing that actually has been comforting. Now, again, I don't know if if it's to try to to bring optimism to those that you know maybe most need it. But Candace Burt, she's the one that puts on the the Bigfoot, well, the Bigfoot 200, Tahoe 200, Moab 240, and it looks like they're expanding. Um, there's even now actually the Orcas Island 200. I did a, a marathon on Orcas Island. So now uh, you essentially do eight laps of what I did in the one. Um, but I, would you say she's probably just kind of the, the crumb of the crop when it comes to 200s right now? At least? She, yeah, she, well, she's the OG. And apparently this whole process started because a trail runner died and like had already mapped out that loop of Moab that was oh, the 200 miles. And died doing the loop? No, oh, no. Because I'm going to be the second person that died doing <laughs> this loop. No, no, I need you. Um, but, and so every year it's just kind of a to pay pilgrimage to this ultra runner. And for the life of me, I can't think of his name, but we will give tribute Bruno on, Mars. on our next episode. Um, but yeah, that's kind of how this... Uh. whole thing came about for her and i i'm really curious to to kind of figure out who does this shit like i know we signed up for it but i'm i'm really almost more curious to meet the other runners and like find these crazy ass people who signed up for these things and like are we in the line alignment with them personality wise or are they just like well based on when you look at the results from previous years there's a slew of people that actually there's a slew of people that don't start and there's a slew of people that don't finish mm -hmm. and there's people that do finish and then you do when you sign up you you have to say something about yourself and at least a lot of people more people than not, it's what the hell am I doing, or look what my girlfriend got me into, or people are, or actually a lot of, I feel like a lot of people that maybe have had some difficult midlife crises or different things that it's causing them to, to take this on. So I, I could relate to a lot of people I saw in the spreadsheet, but the thing I was going to say about Candace Burt is she did write, uh, there's a really good, we should put a link in the show notes, about how to train for the 200s, mm -hmm. and, and she put it in a perspective that didn't make it seem... It, it's not like I'm trying to hold my breath underwater for two hours. Um, how even there's somebody that completed it that had actually done, what, 31, 35 miles is all that person had done and was coming off an injury, talked about how to train for it, how it's really doable. And so I'd say since we both have read that article, we've kind of uh, put that, to, at least for me, I've been, that's, I've been hearkening to that. No, no mm -hmm. speed training, track training. Her biggest thing was we're back-to-back -back days, especially if you're a weekend warrior. If you're going to go 20 miles one day, try to go 10, 20 the next. The back-to-back, -back, anything you can do to try to prepare yourself. And so I've been trying to treat that as the Bible. Reading that felt comforting. Mm -hmm. 
I will say though, reading the runner's manual for the actual event scares the shit out of me. And we have no crew. No crew, and Chanel, she even said though, well, she has, but anything we've watched, like any video on YouTube, any article I've read, people have crews for this. Right. Well, not just crews, crews and pacers. And pacers. She mentioned people internationally come and they don't have either. But again, these are the people that I think, you know, run from Spain to St. Petersburg <laughs> weekly. You know, I, right. I, so not not us, not the the not us midnight clubbers. So um, this is a plea. As oh. If anybody out there wants to spend some time in beautiful Moab, I'm. if you yes. get yourself there, I'm willing to get your hotel room. Well, t- and you get to be at the tents? You get to be at the tents. You get the food. <laughs> you get to see uh, people who resemble zombies coming in oh, and sure. out. You get a pace. I mean, um, this is a huge event. And you, you got bearded, bearded Colby, right? Maybe. Hopefully. There's a I yoga, student, one yoga student that might that looks like a classmate of mine from high school, Colby Dexter, a bearded version of him. Although I think the real Colby grew a beard. But anyway, he said he might want to come crew. So. But we need we need peeps. I mean, I I guess we don't. We have each other. Like we get. A, I, I joke. You've read Romeo this, and Juliet, right? We get to just die, <laughs> hopefully without poison. Well, I joke that this is like our like walking through fire, like relationship wise. This is gonna like make Saint us almost fire. Make us or break us. I never saw that. We should watch that. Um, it, I mean, this. there's no way that an event like this can't be life-changing in some respect. Well, and even breaking out realistically, hey, if I can go over 100 in that span, sure. It, it, now, we're not going into it thinking that we're not going to complete. We're going to complete the time. It's just a matter of. Yeah. And, and we're not going in it to, I'm not going there to loaf it. I kind of joked about let's just make it to Aid Station One and just hang out and, and just eat hang all the out food, and eat burgers, <laughs> <laughs> cheer people on. And the thing is, I think that would be disrespectful to the people that are still on the wait list that right. would have gone. Oh, for so sure. Yeah. I, I actually, I've definitely taken this with like a sense of, I don't know, almost reverence or privilege. Right. Um, well, I I got the notice that uh, I got pulled off the wait list while I was at Children's getting my son Jack, mm-hmm. who has cerebral palsy fitted for his first motorized scooter and on it was the strange it, it was i can't even explain it it was a very heavy moment thinking i just got pulled off a wait list to do this feat that one i don't know if i could do but i have the legs to maybe do it while my son who can't even go more than a mile is getting fitted for a motorized scooter so he can be more mobile and have more freedom and go farther distances. It was a really surreal moment. So sure. I don't, I don't take that lightly at all. Yeah. And that, that was part of your original inspiration too, wasn't it? Yeah. As I mean, as, the, as far as running for sure. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't supposed to walk. He didn't walk till he was five, wow. almost five. So, you know, originally he was just on my back. So it was about being as strong as right, I could. And right. then, you know, I mean, we have this one life. We're now in our 40s. I mean, shit, how long can we keep doing this? (laughs) Well, our knees protect your knees. And I've got family that just, uh, even if you're living your best life, you get to a point where you're not moving like you used to and how you want to. So you got to take advantage of these moments. My dad, who's a yoga teacher, life, he he was a runner for many years. He's like climbed, he summited, I did not, but I climbed Rainier with him. Um, He just had foot surgery today. Um, and he's going to be out for a couple of months and 
Yeah. You know, I mean, we, we, we don't know what the future brings, but we have right now. We have right now. Exactly. And so we're, we're, we're seasoning it. Um, season the day. Carpe the diem. <laughs> um, and we're, we're going to we, smell so good. Oh, <laughs> I should post some other pictures. I, I sweat profusely and lose salt profusely. Oh, yeah. Within a mile. Not like, not just imagine me. You need to post a picture after the traverse. Like he, it looked like he had a tie dye shirt on, but it was just salt, like different la- layers of salt mm-hmm. that he had lost. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's me. But even midweek. I work an hour and a half away in central Washington. Sometimes I just stay up there and been fitting in my midweek 20, 20 mile runs, mm-hmm. 10 mile runs last night. Um, so we're definitely going balls to the wall. And then we have some exciting things coming up too. And I'm, we're, some of these people will be actually on the show. So I'm looking forward to the, mm-hmm. these interviews. Um, tomorrow, the West Sound Triathlon Group, we're going to mm-hmm. try to do someone's making their own uh, sprint triathlon. And that's the thing, you know, we, and Clint made up, our Iron Man or your Iron Man descent, which the we still Iron need. Aqua bike. We still need to do that again. I would love yes. to do that again with a little different course. Um, but yeah, no, other people are doing this. They're putting their runs and races together yeah. because th- nothing's. So available. we've got that tomorrow and the next weekend. We're doing a half Iron Man with with another swim instructor. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping in the show, and then another colleague of mine. In fact, right now I've been following him in Strava. He's doing, he lives in North Carolina. He's doing the Blue Ridge Relay. So that's an over 200 race with a team. I don't know how many people on it, but now this guy I'm in awe of. I'd, I'll, I'm happy if I can get a 10 minute mile average. I'll do my five miles. I'm like, that's that's pretty good. Check it out, 50 minutes. And then I look at him, like Mac Jones, like eight minutes, <laughs> eight minutes and eight miles, eight minute miles, like, wow. So You're still he, lapping the people on the couch. Yeah, well, that you're the one that told me that that phrase, and that's a good point. It's a good point. But guess who also would be lapping me in any of these races? Uh, Mac Jones. Yeah. So <laughs> I want to hear his story too. I know he's got a morning group he gets together with, and so just lots of cool stories. And I think at the end of the day, we're all we're trying to find these things that bring us joy and motivate us. And for a lot of us, I guess ends up being these endurance athletic events. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I. Uh, didn't make varsity for baseball, so now I just run. <laughs> I run it hours at a time. So well, especially 2020, we're just trying to fucking run away from this year. Can <laughs> it end already? <laughs> Here's one thing I've learned, and I learned this over and over: never ask how could this get any worse. Yeah, no, you it shouldn't even be saying it now. It can always get worse. Now we've got, you know. We've got riots. We've had the pandemic. Now we've got fires. We could spiral to eternity. Yeah, let's not. I guess we're not. not. But hey, we're going to stay motivated for these local events, mm-hmm. for Dine and the Moab 240. If you want to crew us, let us know. The next month we do have a full <laughs> Ironman in Mexico, so yeah. good time. So, well, thanks for joining us, everyone, yeah. both of you listening. Appreciate you. Go get you. some miles in. You got it. Let us know how it's going. Until next time, keep on keeping on.